Hello and welcome ladies and gentlemen, very, very, very happy to have you here today. I got a couple things to fix here real quick, so if you would just give me a quick second here. I want to make sure that all of this is done right. There's a little bit of changes here on Live from America today, so uh, I got to make sure that I have things done in the right fashion here. So just give me a second. And there we go. So you will, uh, you'll notice that there's no more scrolling context at the bottom. There's no more scrolling words at the bottom. And there's, uh, there's some reasons for that, but I'll go into that a little bit later. Either way, man, have I been so, so, so busy. I have been talking with people uh, in and out of Afghanistan. I've been talking with people who are trying to help out as much as they possibly can. Um, boots on the ground, airplanes on the ground, buses on the ground. Um... I've been talking with people who are uh, shutting down school uh, school board meetings because of the the craziness and the draconian tyrannical things that are happening. It's just it's it's a crazy crazy time right now. It is a crazy crazy time right now, but I'm fighting hard and I know you guys are all fighting hard too. So, welcome to Live from America. I am your ever so humble God-fearing and God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, the Hip Hop Patriot. <clears throat> and we are coming live from the Live Free or Die state of New Hampshire. Of course, Live from America is now on Real America's Voice News. So the message in the gospel is getting out there a lot further. It's getting out there a lot further, folks. So thank you all very much. If you are on social media right now, which most of you are, uh, and not listening to the, to the podcast, please let me know where you're from, what your name is. And if there's any birthdays out there, let me know. Because I know that there's one special person named Melanie Collier whose birthday it is. So I'd like to go ahead and sing a little happy birthday real quick. So happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Melanie. Happy birthday to you. Love you for and thank you so much for all your help, Melanie. You are you are definitely a uh, definitely a blessing in disguise. Of course, we've got Amanda Collins back in the building. Love you so very much. Thank you for joining in today. We've got um Corn Pop, as always, in the building. Cindy Pinnell says good morning from Pennsylvania. We've got Jill from Atlas, Oklahoma, in the building this morning. How you doing? Hit that rumble button and please share. We've got Rusty in the building. Good to see you. Uh, so many people saying happy birthday to Melanie, so that's great. Paula from Fort Worth, Texas. Good to see you. God bless. Vicki Vale from Amsterdam, Missouri. God bless you and thank you for joining in. Donna from Pennsylvania. Thank you. God bless you and thank you for joining in today. Denise, Indiana. Thank you for being here. Darlene from Michigan wishes everyone well. And that's what it's all about. Just wishing everyone well. Thank you so very much for doing that, and may God bless you. Amy Garrett is watching today. Good to see you, Amy. Jennifer from Tennessee. Make sure you check out Tennessee Freedom Force. Tom Taylor from San Antonio, Texas. And, of course, let's see, we'll give one more here to Sally and Joe from Michigan praying for all who are in Afghanistan. I'm praying, too. I'm praying, too. And uh, i got to tell you, I have never in my life been so blessed um, to be able to, to be in a position to help and yesterday I told you that there was a phone call that I had with somebody, and, and it's, a, it's a mutual friend that I have with the, uh, the birthday girl here, um, and she was doing anything she could to get the word out. She was doing anything she could to get somebody, somebody, because we know that 
that our own government has bailed on Americans, and, and not just Americans, but other people that they were protecting over there as well. She was trying to do anything to get somebody to help, and I'd like to give you an update on that. She has, she's gotten the help, and this, this is how God works. This is the amazing way that God works, everybody. She's gotten the help of a Navy SEAL who's over there, and they are making a lot of progress in getting the 300 Christians that she was that she was working with uh, out of there. And again, if you didn't watch yesterday's show, she uh, she I couldn't I can't say her name or her organization because it'll put her and her and the, and the people that she's working with in, in major danger. But what I will say is that she's been in and out of Afghanistan for the last 19 years. She's been building uh, schools. She's been spreading the gospel. She's been teaching Christianity and spreading spreading uh, the word of Christ everywhere all over Afghanistan. And um, and by the grace of God, she got some help from a former Navy SEAL who's helping her right now. So I, I, <laughs> can we just say amen? Can we just say amen for the way that God is helping out? Again, we wish that nobody was dying. We wish that there was nothing going on over there that put people in harm's way. But we don't know what God's plans are. We don't know what is going to happen in the end. That is why we have faith. That is why we trust. And having faith and trust and praying like we all did for this lady yesterday, God answered her prayers. God answered her prayers and he put her in, in touch with a former Navy SEAL who's doing, who's doing tremendous things to help out these 300 Christians that are trapped. So I just want to say uh, I just want to say thank you for giving me that update because it truly means a lot to me to, to know what's going on. Um, I'd ask I'd also like to thank Susan Sterling because she uh, I finally received your gift in the mail, Susan. And after everything that's going on in Afghanistan, and after everything that that I just told you when I opened this box this morning, it really touched my heart, and I want to say thank you. Look at this. Look at this amazing piece of art. Solid wood and metal nails. I just want to say this is going to be a very, very cherished uh, present that you gave me. I really needed this this morning with the fighting and the lack of sleep that I've been doing lately. Behind the scenes, I, I've, been, I've been working so hard and this was such, a, this was such an amazing gift, Susan. I want to say God bless you. I want to say I love you as a sister in Christ and I want to say just how much I appreciate that gift. It, it meant the world to me when I opened it up this morning. She also sent a gift to my wife, Sabrina. So thank you. Folks, if you're watching on social media, on Roku or YouTube or Rumble, I should say Rumble or YouTube, please, 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 for the love of God, Share out there to your groups and Facebook if you're still on that uh, platform. Uh, that's going to be the most widely spread platform that we have. Again, but also you could get it to your Getter. You can, and, and I'm also on Getter as well. Follow me on Getter. Follow me on Instagram. Um, we're, we're spreading the gospel and we're spreading the news. And, and you know what? They could never hold us down. They could never, 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 never hold us down. It's truly incredible. Um, so that's... That, I just want to I, I want to segue from that lady's story into the verse of the day today because it's exactly it's it's exactly in line with with my verse of the day this morning and and it, it was titled "Running on Empty God Can Fill You Up." Running on empty, God can fill you up. And I'm going to read actually the the beginning part of this newsletter this morning before I get to the actual verse because I think it all ties in. I says, "Good morning and God bless you." There are many mo new monthly contributors to the show, and I'm very grateful for that. Thank you very much for helping fund Live from America. 
Without you, none of what I'm doing would be possible. It's just another example of how we can succeed without relying on the left or their tyrannical social platforms. We beat the system together, folks. It took seven months and thousands of dollars, but in the end, all the censorship and trampling of our rights was the best thing that could have ever happened to us. Again, God works in mysterious ways. Now, we are free to do the show how it was intended, and we were just added to the fastest-growing news network in the United States. How's that for never giving up? We won. And that's all because of you guys. So again, are you running on empty? Because God can fill you up. Verse of the day, Isaiah 40, 29 through 31. Isaiah 40, 29 through 31, which says, He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. This verse is really, really all about never giving up. Some of the most successful people in the world failed multiple times before reaching their goal. Imagine if Moses had given up and just died in the wilderness. Imagine if Noah had given up halfway through building the ark. Imagine if Paul had given up on spreading the gospel far and wide. Do you think these people did this by their strength and stamina alone? No. They weren't even doing it for themselves like most do today. They were doing it for what God had instructed them to do. And if we listen closely and keep in good communication with God, we will hear that he has instruct what we, we we will hear that he is instructing us to do something special as well. When you hear what his directives are and decide to obey his plans for you, then you will most certainly need to draw on him for the energy, the courage, and the strength to do it. Something of godly proportion needs godly assistance. It's free. It's there for you whenever you need it. Just pull in and fill up. Those gas prices are always going to be low and affordable. Even the strongest men cannot change the world for the better on their own. They may accomplish much, but it's meaningless without the direction and approval of God. I asked God what he wanted me to do. God directed me to rely on all of you, quit my career in IT, while my wife and five kids rely on my income solely and start doing Live from America full time. What a scary decision that was to make. I'm sure you can imagine. I now work about 14 hours a day, five days a week, and I only get about five hours of sleep a night, and I'm constantly running on empty, but I fill up every single morning with very special alone time with Jesus. I know you are tired, and I know you're weary. I know you just want to relax and enjoy life. However, right now is your time to do God's work and change the world. He's calling on all of you right now. Ask him what he wants you to do to move forward with his help. His strength, his stamina. You can't beat God, so you you may as well join him. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Right, folks? Can I get an amen in those comment sections? Come on now. Now, please, let's say the Lord's Prayer together. 
Let's kick this show off the right way. Let's involve God in everything that we do, and let's get some of that holy, heavenly courage, spirit, stamina, and strength that we were just talking about. Please, everybody in the room, wherever you are, join in with us and say the Lord's Prayer so that all of heaven can rejoice. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. And I got to tell you, the reason why this community of people is so strong is because I would say a good 60-70% of us either found God together or strengthened our relationship with God together. We're a very intimate relationship. Uh, we're in a very intimate relationship here with all of you who've been here from the backyard till now. There's a lot of people from Real America's Voice who are just watching this show for the very first time and I know I know they feel right at home in this audience, regardless of how long you guys have been here or not. But this is a very intimate relationship that we have together, and that's why I feel it's different than every... It may not be the biggest show in the world, but I gotta tell you, it's the most... It's, it may be the most godly show in the world. I don't see anybody else in, uh, with political shows really, really involving God and everything. Alright, folks, are you ready? Alright, come on. Let's get ready. Let's get that blood pumping. If you're on Rumble or Roku or Fire Stick or YouTube, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the first and foremost section of today. What happened to the United States does not negotiate with terrorists? Whatever happened to that? Whatever happened to that famous saying that we all grew up knowing? The United States does not negotiate with terrorists. That was something that you grew up knowing. I grew up knowing it was a mantra that we had in the United States of America. It was, it was something that was it, it never needed to be explained. It was just known. We were inherently uh, we were born and, and, and inherited that kind of uh, uh, that kind of love for America and that kind of common sense that you cannot negotiate with somebody who is unstable. You cannot negotiate with somebody who's got an agenda to destroy America. You cannot negotiate with somebody who is hell-bent and driven by evil to destroy people, kill people, murder people, and destroy this world. You cannot negotiate with those people. That is why we don't negotiate with those people. However, here we are. Negotiating and coordinating with the Taliban. Negotiating and coordinating the second word really gets me. Negotiating is one thing, and I understand how, how the, we don't negotiate with terrorists. But coordinating, that means that you are working with the Taliban. You're working with the Taliban, and you're getting their permission on what you can do. The most powerful military on the planet. And this is how you know that our military... We're not going to be able to rely on the top brass decision in our military to overturn a fraudulent election. It's only going to be able to be done by decertification through the states because if our own military won't even refuse the orders from the top brass in the Pentagon or the pretender, surrender, and thief 
If they, if they won't even refuse their orders to abandon Americans and abandon uh, not only Americans, folks, but, but, but people from Britain, people from all over the world. There are people from all over the world who are stranded in Afghanistan right now who cannot get home. And our military will not help them because of orders coming from the top. I get it. It's going to take some really courageous people to finally just stand up and say, you know what, we're done. We've had enough. We're not going to let people die. But here we are negotiating and coordinating. Do you think that Joe Biden, who can't even color inside the lines, is actually the one coordinating? No. The people who are coordinating are the people that are pulling Joe Biden's strings, along with the top brass in the military, like woke General Milley, who's only worried about white rage. Somebody get him a pink hat, please! The world sees us as weak right now because of this coordinating. Joe Biden single-handedly created the largest sponsored state of Islamic terrorism the world has ever seen. ISIS, who is now back, would have loved to have this opportunity under Barack Hussein Obama. ISIS would have loved to get their hands on over $100 million worth of military equipment and weapons. ISIS would have loved to have gotten their hands on fighter jets and, uh, and, 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 uh, and choppers and cargo planes and weaponry and, and body armor and, and all of the intel, all just left by the, American, uh, by the American military. ISIS would have loved to be where, Taliban, where the Taliban is right now. This is bigger than anything that we have ever seen in our entire life. Joe Biden the, and, and the left that controls him, the entire administration, like I said, are single-handedly created the largest sponsored state of, of Islamic terror in the world. Students from universities with their parents on summer vacation inside Afghanistan are now left by their president, left to die by their president, left to run and hide by their president. Nowhere to go. Can you imagine being an American citizen? Imagine being an American citizen in a country like Afghanistan, thinking everything's going to be okay because you're still under Trump policy when it comes to the, uh, the, the, the way that Afghanistan was being run and, and, and secured. Still under Trump policy. These children, these kids, these, high, uh, these, these uh, college students with their parents in Afghanistan, they got, a little, they got a little used to living under President Trump, didn't they? Nothing's going to happen to you under President Trump, so let's go. Let's go. Now, I know President Trump wasn't here this summer, but there was still Trump policy in place there. Mm, well, as soon as uh, the left decided they were going to politicize everything and try to show how great Biden was by pulling out, they left these Americans there to die. You think Andrew Cuomo's guilty of murder? You think the administration that Andrew Cuomo was overseeing is guilty of murder? <laughs> Not even close. Not even close to what's going on here. Because President uh, Resident Biden isn't only killing Americans. He's, he, he's condemned people from all over the world to die. Left there to die by their own president. Now last night, the British and the United States put out, um, put out uh, urgent, urgent statements saying, do not come to Kabul airport. Do not come to the airport. Why? Because they had intel of severe terrorist attacks that were about ready to happen, and it happened this morning. 
One of them already happened this morning. Two explosives at the gate of the Kabul airport this morning. Right before I got on, they were they were uh, they thought that they were some kind of like I like an IED like a, like a car bomb would be made out of. Two explosions there this morning. The British said last night, everybody leave the airport, don't come to the airport. The pe- the uh, the Pentagon put out a statement this morning. Uh, everybody get out, don't come to the airport. Where are they going to go? Where are they going to go, Joe? They're gonna, they can't go to your basement. Where would they possibly go? Don't come to the airport. Where are they going to go? But here's the thing. From what I hear and from what I understand, it wasn't just what happened this morning that they had a little bit of intel on that was going to happen. From what I hear, everybody will be murdered and slaughtered like cattle outside those gates come um, August 31st. Once August 31st gets here and that deadline that the Taliban gave a sitting president of the United States, once they gave him that red line, that was it. And he's cowering down like a dog with his tail between his legs. Biden's killing people all over the world. He's not going to survive this. He's not going to survive this. He can't survive this. And to be truthful, neither can cackling Kamala Harris because she is every bit of responsible. Why? In her own words. I agreed with everything that that, uh, that Biden wanted to do with, with the pullout and I was the last one in the room. Well, you have just made yourself complicit, dummy. You've just made yourself complicit by saying everything he did I agree with and I was the last one in the room. I want to show you something that I pulled from David Harris Jr.'s Instagram page. Big shout out to David Harris Jr. Definitely watch his show. But what you're about to see is a quick clip, so I'm going to let it play about three or four times so you can really get the gist of it. But what you're about to see is not Americans that are left outside of Kabul airport to end up being slaughtered, but the people from Afghanistan that we were there to help. When David Harris Jr. posted this, he wrote... These are the people that, are, that have helped us, fought with us, and were promised that we would be there for them in their time of need. What we didn't plan on, he says, was a coward like Joe being in charge. The fate of all these people is almost certain. The world is watching. How will the U.S. treat our own citizens and friends? The worst part about this video is what they're all standing in. Let me just go ahead and play the video for you, for you to see for yourself. Alrighty, let's try to pull this up again. See this right here? I'm going to let it play through one more time. Look at this. Do you see this right here? See what they're walking in? Do you know what this is right here? Folks, that is raw sewage. That is the most inhumane thing. That is raw sewage. That those people who we promised that we would protect, those people who we were helping build a new way of living, a democratic way of living, not quite a republic like we got here, but at least a democratic way of living, 
With our help, they even elected their first mayor, who was a woman, in Afghanistan. Trillions of dollars in 20 years and many lives the Americans spent propping this country up. And we leave them like that? We leave them in raw sewage like that? Trash, feces, urine, food, bad water. That's what they're standing in right there. That's what we left them in. Joe Biden has single-handedly destroyed the United States of America's standing around the world and how people look at us. Again, this is not Biden's Saigon. This is Biden's Afghanistan. I know that was a hard thing to watch, but when you see raw sewage like that, and you see people living in it like that, you have to. Ladies and gentlemen, you have to show. You have to show that. And I posted this on my Instagram last night. Check this. Here's the official portrait of the 46th president of the United States of America, folks. Every president gets a portrait in the White House, right? Well, there's... Joe Biden's portrait. Isn't that indicative of what he is and what he does right there? Turning his back on America, turning his back on Afghanistan, and ultimately turning his back on the world. Got a couple questions in the comment section. Jeremy, where will you be located in Georgia and what time? We will be there on September 2nd. The event is from 6 to 8 in Cartersville, Georgia at Creekside Fellowship Church. Definitely get there around 5 o'clock because there's going to be a lot of interviews with you guys in the, um, in the uh, standing around the bus. You guys are going to be able to take tours of the bus. There's going to be free merchandise there, Trump merchandise, Real America's Voice merchandise. You're going to be interviewed by Bill uh, Ben Berkwam and Amanda Head, um, and uh, we're going to play your stories on the air. So definitely get there a little early, okay? Um... I don't know where we go from here, folks, as a country. All I know is that we can focus on the matter at hand here, and that is the fraud, the election audits, because it's going to be the only thing that vitiates everything, and getting people to safety right now. The fraud and the incompetence of Joe Biden. Those are the two major things that we need to focus on right now. And we will. And we will. I want to take a quick break from this real quick before we get back to some news. I want to show you guys what's new at Jeremy Harrell. Let's go ahead and pull this up. There we go. There you go, folks. The brand new You Cannot Beat God t-shirt. Of course, I'm showing you the ladies t-shirt here. It is a v-neck. You guys asked for v-necks and I, I, I finally got them. And uh, thank you to the people at Advantage Specialties for making these. But this is, uh, this is probably my favorite part of the shirt right here. You Can't Beat God, so you might as well join him. Of course, there's only black uh, black t-shirts right now, but you can get them in men and women styles, and uh, they're great shirts. They're 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 definitely there for us to promote our love for God. 
And that's what it's all about. So go to JeremyHarrell.com and check those out today, folks. And we'll get them shipped out right to you. Uh, we're slowly, me and my wife are slowly taking all of the apparel that we sell on Live from America that helps fund the show and gets you to wear some really uh, wonderful uh, stuff with some great statements on them. Uh, we're slowly taking that all from that third-party company we would used for the last few years, bringing it in-house and only having Patriots make the apparel for us. So uh, um, we're working on it. And thank you for your patience. And, and thank you for helping... Thank you for helping out. Um, I got one, but didn't know you had other colors, Jeremy. I don't. It's just the black ones. It's just the black ones. We don't have other colors yet. I do, but you guys don't yet. These were these were just given to me from uh, Advantage Specialties and, and the people who made them for me. So we'll get there, folks. We'll get there in, in due time. But thank you all very much. They're up there right now, and uh, there's multiple sizes there. Check them out. All right, let's get right back to it, folks. Uh, because we're we're gonna stay on the we're gonna stay on the topic of incompetence. Don't worry, I do have good news today, so it's not all bad news. But we need to continue to highlight the two major things that's going on in this country right now. Fraud and the incompetence of the Biden administration, which also uh, COVID-19 is under that umbrella as well. But let's continue to talk about incompetence because we've got another flip-flop Fauci moment. We've got rat face Tony Fauci saying one thing. We've got Pfizer th saying one thing, and we've got the WHO saying another thing. Just for the record, I don't care what Pfizer says. I don't care what CDC says. I don't care what Tony Fauci says, and I don't care what the WHO says. I don't care about any... I, I'm not going to comply with anything they say because they're not credible sources anymore. It's pretty sad when the highest-ranking health uh, departments in the world are not credible sources anymore. It's scary and sad. But we got another flip-flop flip moment that we need to highlight here just so that we can continue to give people the information that they need when it comes to their own health, their bodies, and their choice. This is rat-faced Tony Fauci once again calling for more booster shots. Now, the crazy thing about calling for booster shots, folks, is rat-faced Fauci seems to be at odds here with the WHO. Let's go ahead and play the video for you real quick. Not that you want to hear his voice, but you need to hear the contradicting statements coming from the people that we're supposed to listen to for our own health. Starting September the 20th, there will be the, uh, uh, the implementation of booster programs beginning with people who got vaccinated at the earliest in January, namely the healthcare providers, those with underlying conditions, and the elderly. The good news about boosting is that we have found thus far, if you boost against the virus, that's the original virus, not the Delta, not any of the variants, but the original virus, the original vaccine, the level of protection dramatically goes up multiple fold. And interestingly, it covers the variants. So we have found that the antibodies that are induced by a booster that was triggered by a vaccine against the original virus does very, very well when you look at the antibodies and how they react against the Delta and other variants. So we may not have to get a variant-specific boost. We're preparing for it. We're doing clinical trials with it. But the data that we've seen right now indicate that we may be able to get a good response that covers the boosts by the original vax, uh, that covers the variants, excuse me, by the, by the original vaccine that we got. I don't think we're going to be having to boost people indefinitely. I believe it's entirely conceivable that this third dose superimposed upon the two doses of Moderna and Pfizer 
very well may allow for a rather prolonged period of protection. We don't now, you know why he's lying right there? Well, somebody's lying, and I would be inclined to think it's probably all of them. But here's how he just said that the data, he said the data, right? I didn't say that. He said the data supports that these boosters are going to do a significant, uh, significantly protect you from catching any of these variants. Okay, well, that's pretty funny because he said that this third dose should be all you need. With this, that third dose should be all you need. I just told you yesterday that Pfizer said that you're going to need the fourth dose and possibly the fifth dose. They also said that if you contract some kind of new variant, that they would be able to have a dose for that within 90 days, even though they don't have a test kit for it. This is the craziness and the, and the contradictory of, uh, of, of what's going on between the pharmaceutical companies, the CDC, but wait, there's more. Now we have a major contradicting statement from the WHO. It's incredible. It's incredible. Check this out. The director of the WHO, the director general, uh, Tedros Gabrisis, said that there is no conclusive evidence. This came out yesterday, by the way. This is yesterday. So is what Tony Fauci just did, and so, what, so is what Pfizer said. This was all in one day. The WHO director general, Tedros Gabrisis, said there is no conclusive evidence that there are any, any benefits or any extra safety from getting booster shots. He said it's mainly a moral issue and a decision for yourself. Tony Fauci, rat master, the swamp master, swamp rat, he just said that the data shows that the booster is going to significantly help. Pfizer says, oh, no, you're going to need four or five. And we'll give you a, an, another one if, when another variant shows up making you dependent on it, more, more than a flu shot every year. Then the WHO comes out and says there's no evidence at all. There is no evidence. Actually, here's the, here's the exact quote. <clears throat> quote, there is no conclusive evidence that there are any benefits or any extra safety <laughs> from getting booster shots. It's mainly a moral issue. <laughs> You're fired. No. Oh, man. This is why, folks. This is why. Look, I've said it a thousand times. If you, for whatever reason that you chose, whether you were forced to, whether you wanted to do it for safety, whether you wanted to protect people you loved, whether you wanted to protect yourself, if you chose to get the shot for whatever reason, that is nobody's business. It's none of my business to tell you shouldn't have, and it's none of anybody else's business to know whether you have or whether you haven't. Okay? I want to continue to make sure that I say that so that people understand what, I, what my feelings are about this. Myself, when you have the WHO, who's supposed to be the world's gold standard in health and immunizations, you have the CDC, who's supposed to be the United States' gold standards in health and immunizations. And you have the pharmaceutical companies who are making these vaccines, and all three of them tell you three very different things in the same day. I am not going to listen to a single one of them. They are the three blind mice, and I'm not following them down the corridor. We do not have a reputable administration 
anywhere to listen to when it comes to our health. So we have to make sure that we consult with our families and our doctors and make the best decision we can for ourselves. You do not need to be listening to these guys. Right, YouTube? Hope they like that. Now, so many people are still confused about the Pfizer deceitful approval that came out the other day, the full approval. And even though I played the video of the war room with that, uh, the, the guy who created mRNA, even though he broke it down, it was still left a little bit up in the air. So then I posted the Food and Drug Administration's letter talking about or, or the approval for Pfizer. And that was still kind of unclear for people. So I am going to read about three paragraphs for you that hopefully break it down the best I can. Now, I know a lot of you out there uh, um, understand exactly what's going on. There's so many that are sending me emails and messages saying, can you please, please break this down a little bit better for me? Now, I'm going to do that right now, so please bear with me, okay, while I read through this. I just, this is the best explanation that I can give you in the best wording that I can give it to you in, okay? says this, first the FDA acknowledges that while Pfizer has insufficient stocks of the newly licensed community vaccine available, there is a significant amount of Pfizer-BioNTech COVID vaccine, which is what's been out there, produced under EUA only, which is emergency use authorization. The FDA decrees that the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine under the EUA should remain unlicensed, so not approved, because they don't want to get sued, but can be used interchangeably with the newly licensed community product. Now, before I go any further, the community product is not available yet. Okay? This is how they deceived you. Second, the FDA pointed out that the licensed Pfizer community vaccine, the one that's not available yet, and the existing EUA Pfizer vaccine are legally distinct, but proclaims that their differences do not impact safety or effectiveness. So what they're trying to do is say, well, they're, they're, they're pretty much exactly the same, but one has full approval and the other does not. That's the big difference. There's a huge real-world difference between products approved under EUA compared with those that the FDA has fully licensed. EUA products are experimental under U.S. law. Both the Nuremberg Code and federal regulations provide that no one can force a human being to participate in this experiment. Under 21 U.S. Code Section 360-BBB-3E1A, authorization for medical products for use in emergencies, it is unlawful to deny someone a job or an education because they refuse to be ex an experimental subject. Instead, potential recipients have an absolute right to refuse EUA vaccines. U.S. laws, however, permit employers and schools to require students and workers to take licensed vaccines. Now, I'm, I'm reading a bunch for you, but at the end it's going to be in very layman's terms. I'm trying to explain this in the most easy way I can. Emergency use authorization approved COVID vaccines have an extraordinary liability shield under the 2005 Public Readiness and Preparedness Act. That means they can't be sued. Okay? Those are emergency use vaccines. 
Vaccine vaccine manufacturers, distributors, providers, and government planners are immune from liability. The only way an injured party can sue is if he or she can prove willful misconduct, and if the United which which they ha- which we can because the United States skipped every stage and every step in uh, in clinical trials in order to do this, so that is misconduct. And if the United States government has also brought an enforcement action against the party for willful misconduct, no such lawsuit has ever succeeded. The government has created an extremely stingy compensation program. Okay, the countermeasures injury compensation program to redress injuries from all emergency use products. The program. Okay, so I'm not going to read that part to you because that's just talking about suing. I want to get down to the the meat of this. At least for the moment, the Pfizer community vaccine has no liability shield. That means when they produce this community vaccine for everybody to use, that's completely approved, then you can sue. Vials of the branded product, which say community on the label, are subject to the same product liability laws as other U.S. products. But when the Center, or when the Center, when the CDC and Prevention's Advisory Committee for Immunization Practices places a vaccine on the mandatory schedule, a childhood vaccine benefit from a generous, um, a generous retinue of, li- of liability protections. But licensed adult vaccines, including the new community, do not enjoy any liability shield, just as the Ford's exploding Pinto or Monsanto's herbicide Roundup. People injured by the community vaccine will potentially sue for damages. And because adults injured by the vaccine will be able to show that the manufacturer knew of the problems with the product, jury awards could be astronomical. Pfizer is therefore unlikely to allow any American to take a community vaccine until it can somehow arrange immunity for this product, meaning it's not available yet. Here's the end right here, folks. Ready? Given this background, the FDA's acknowledgement in its approval letter that there are sufficient or insufficient stocks of the licensed community, but an abundant supply of the EUA Pfizer jab exposes the approval as a cynical scheme to encourage businesses and schools to impose illegal jab mandates. They're trying to sneak, be very sneaky so that these, uh, these employers in these schools get people to take the unlicensed jab so that they cannot be sued. That's why they're trying to get as many people to take that specific jab not the community that's not available yet. <laughs> it's incredible. Let me get down to the very bottom here. Here we go. Here's what you need to know when somebody orders you to get the vaccine. Ask to see the vial. If it says community, it's a licensed product. If it says Pfizer-BioNTech, it's an experimental drug under 21 U.S. Code 360-triple-B. You have the right to refuse. If it comes from Moderna or Johnson & Johnson... Marketed as, as Janssen, you have the right to refuse. The FDA is playing a bait and switch with, American, with the American public. But we don't have to play along. If it does not say community, you have not been offered an approved 
vaccine. I hope that clears things up for everybody. I know it's very hard to decipher the wording that they use when they put out these approvals. They use, they use legal jargon that's very hard to understand. They use medical jargon that's very hard to understand unless you are a licensed physician or a PhD of some, short, some, of some sort who's used to seeing that kind of wording. This is what news should be. I'm never going to be the suit and tie news guy. If I don't end up making it on Real America's Voice News or any other, uh, you know, any other news station, I don't care. I'm never going to be that guy. I'm always going to be the guy who tries to figure this stuff out as best as I can and give it to you. That is my job. I work for you, not anybody else. I don't work for Real America's Voice News. I'm a part of their team. And they brought me there for a reason. So if it does not say community on the vial, then you have the right to refuse. Which I can tell you right now, it's not going to say community on the bottle because they have not produced any of it. And the reason they have not produced any of it is because they want to make sure that they can be protected somehow from this liability. They want a a liability shield up like the unlicensed vaccine that they already have on the market. I hope, ladies and gentlemen, that that, 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 uh, that kind of cleared things up for you. It's my job. <clears throat> so let me move on here real quick and go to uh, a, a poll that Yahoo Finance did. And the great thing I love about morning shows, folks, for all you who are watching, the, if you've noticed by now, the evening show is what goes on Real America's Voice. Okay? I don't do Real America's Voice News at 10 p.m. live. That is from the 5 o'clock p.m. show. Okay, On that show, I have to make sure that I get the, the, the breaks for commercial because it's on the network. Since I have to do that for the night show, I won't be doing that for the day show so much. Once in a while, I'll put on a good ad there if it's somebody that I that I you know like Patriot Foods that I that I uh, believe in or I'm partnered with like Mike Lindell, but and 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 I will continue to show and highlight America's strong businesses on the JeremyHerald.com. But the morning shows, I think I'm going to have a, as much break free as possible because I really want to make sure that we get to as much of the information that you need as possible. Yahoo Finance did a national poll. Yesterday, they pulled 31,000 people. Actually, they pulled 31,008. I don't want to be fact-checked on that. They pulled 31,008 people in this questionnaire. The question was, would you avoid going to a restaurant if proof of COVID-19 vaccination is required for you to enter? 80% that answered, answered that poll, so 80% of 31,000 people said yes, they would avoid going to a restaurant if they make you show proof of a vaccine. So, this is a very stupid move 
by the Biden administration to try to push small businesses to get everybody vaccinated and to show proof of vaccination. It's a stupid and probably one of the dumbest moves that you could make because after all those businesses were wiped out last year, now you're trying to wipe out the remaining businesses because you know and I know that a majority of people out there are not going to go to a restaurant even if they got their shot. They're not going to have to they're not going to show papers in the United States to go out and eat. So whether you did get it or whether you didn't get it, it's going to destroy what's left of small businesses and restaurants because people 80% Eighty percent of the thirty-one thousand polled said that they would not go, and it was eighty-one, and it was uh, thirty-one thousand mixed. It was a very diverse crowd that Yahoo Finance did this with. That should tell you everything you need to know. But the Biden administration and the left is hell bent on destroying small business. They're hell bent on destroying capitalism so they can usher in socialism slash communism. It's all their plan, just like it's their plan in Afghanistan, folks. You can't tell me that the American military can't get this squashed in one day. They could. And it's almost, it's almost like it was all done on purpose. That couldn't be, though, right? We must just be some right-wing Fox News-watching tinfoil hat dummies. Jeremy, your signature ending got cut off of Real America's Voice News. Right-wing, wrong ways we need the ending. You want to know why? It's because I went over my time. It's because I went over my time. I have to structure the night show to be exactly an hour. So, um, you know, if those are the only changes that I need to make is, is having breaks and making sure that I fit in with that hour, but they still allow me to do my show the way I want it to, then that's why I decided to do the show with them. That's why. And hopefully we can help the news, the, uh, the news station grow because it's live from America audience is pretty, uh, pretty motivated. All right, it's time to give the Smarty Award of the day. Who do you think's going to get it? Who do you think's going to get the Smarty Award of the day? I'll give you a guess. Go ahead and try to guess. Bet you can't get it. I'll give you a hint. He lives in the great state of Texas, like so many of you do who watch Live from America. He lives in the great state of Texas. And he goes by the name of... Governor Greg Abbott, ladies and gentlemen. Governor Greg Abbott. Let's highlight Texas for a minute. Let's highlight Governor Greg Abbott for a minute, shall we? Because he's been doing a lot of great things these past few months, and every bit of it has been for the great people of Texas. Okay, He issued a new update executive order to maintain a ban on all COVID jab mandates regardless of the FDA's deceptive approval of the Pfizer vaccine. That is a great Great thing, and it's another big win for the people of Texas. And it's a great thing that Governor Abbott updated that executive order after the Pfizer approval came out, because he was smart enough to do what we did and read it and know exactly what they tried to do. So, Governor Greg Abbott, for that, you get the Smarty Award of the Day. But wait, there's more. He also gets the Smarty Award of the Day because he has now authorized the National Guard in Texas, in the great state of Texas, to arrest any and all border crossers after the huge Supreme Court win that vindicated President Donald J. Trump's policy of remain in Mexico and send them back where they came from. Ladies and gentlemen, Governor Greg Abbott has been doing a great job lately. Now, I have had beef with Governor Greg Abbott before. I don't like where Governor Greg Abbott gets a lot of his campaign donations from. However, this year, he has done nothing but work for the people of Texas and do a great job at it. It seems like him and Ron DeSantis are in a race 
to see who can become the best governor in the United States of America. But you know what? We all win. All boats rise when we all win. And we all win. We all win when everybody works for the people. When these governors work for the people. So not only are they going to be arresting people and, and, and putting a stop to those people crossing the border in Texas, they're also going to uh, maintain that ban on COVID jab mandates. Now here's the other thing. This Supreme Court decision was uh, only, the only reason that that came about was because the Biden administration fought the Texas federal judge's decision to, to keep that remain in Mexico policy in place. So our commander-in-chief, at least that's what he is on paper anyway, actually fought to break the law. Actually fought to have that border stay open and break the law. That happened about a week and a half ago. Same time that Afghanistan started to fall. Don't think all these things aren't connected in some way, folks. Because once the Biden administration knew that they could not continue to get people through the southern border the way they have been in March, April, May, June, and July, well, where else can we bring in people from outside the United States who will vote Democrat? Hmm. Funny how tens of thousands of Afghan refugees have been flown to the United States, relocated, given a place to live, given a place to stay, but yet there's still thousands of Americans stuck over there to die? Could it possibly be that the Biden administration knew that the southern border was going to be closed by the ruling of the Supreme Court? And could it be that that ruling from that federal judge happened around the same time that Biden decided to pull out of Afghanistan? Could it be that they were just trading one point of entry for possible Democrat voters for another point of entry? Could that possibly happen in an administration like the one that we have in the White House now? I don't know. Sounds pretty uh, ironic, doesn't it? Don't you think? (sighs) Sounds ironic to me. So, um, I do want to take a quick break real quick, though. And I want to get ready for the last couple stories of the day, which you're going to want to hear. So I want to highlight Mike Lindell. Mike Lindell, <laughs> this guy, I want to talk about him real quick before we take a break and give you a, a, a my pillow commercial. Mike Lindell was all over TV last night, OAN and others. And Mike Lindell says that we should all be calling Brad Rattenberger right now. Brad Raffensperger, and demanding a full forensic audit based on a lot of stuff that's come out of Georgia in the last few days. Georgia forensic audit is going to happen. But he also said last night, and I thought this was rather odd, I also um, heard him say that do not vote for Larry Elder in California. Had a lot of, uh, had a lot of tough things to say about Larry Elder in California. And then went on to endorse it's Kevin Kiley, is that his name? which we showed on the show, I don't know, about 10 days ago, running from a question about why he voted for mail-in ballots. So long story short, folks, I think anybody's going to be better than Gavin Newsom. But I think there's a reason why Mike Lindell said what he said last night. I don't really know. I know a little bit about Larry Elder, obviously, because of his what he's done. But I don't really know a lot about everybody else running for governor in California. I know just about as much as you all know. Here's what I say if you're voting in the state of California. Okay? Here's what I say. 
vote for whoever you think will do the best job, but definitely vote yes when it comes to do you want to recall Governor Gavin Newsom? Because we need to get rid of these evil Satan spawns as quickly as possible. But Mike Lindell's probably, nobody's probably fighting harder than Mike Lindell when it comes to election fraud. And I told you yesterday, what did I tell you yesterday? I said, do not lose sight of the fraud. Focus on the fraud. And if there's anybody focusing on the fraud, it's Mike Lindell. He did this on OAN last night. So if you want to hear what he says, then definitely go and watch. And I'm not saying that, that you know, everybody's suggestions are the right suggestions. All I'm saying is what Mike Lindell said last night. And there's nobody fighting harder for election fraud than him. So if you have not yet supported Mike Lindell, if you have not got the pajamas or the slippers or the dog beds or the good deal on the towels or the mattress topper, oh, here's the my, my wife's favorite is the heavy blanket. My wife loves that heavy blanket. And I hate it. <laughs> I hate it because I can't stand having it on me. It feels like I'm stuck and claustrophobic. But if, but that uh, that uh, heavy weighted blanket, my wife loves that. And yeah, if, if you haven't got yet that yet, you might want to get that to keep you uh, keep you warm on a winter night. We'll be right back to end the show right after a word from Mr. Mike Lindell, ladies and gentlemen. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of My Pillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make My Pillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped My Pillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got My Pillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well rested in the morning. That's why I invented My Pillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial right now. Retailers have canceled my pillow. And to thank you for your support, I'm going to pass the savings directly on to you. Go to MyPillow.com right now to get deep discounts on all my pillow products. For example, you can get my premium my pillows regularly $69.98, now just $29.98, the lowest price ever. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. And again, you know, maybe Mike Lindell knows some stuff that we don't know. Maybe Mike Lindell knows some stuff that we don't know, folks. And if, and if, and if Larry Elder really does not want to do the forensic audit and he really wants to move on, well, maybe that's the reason why Mike Lindell said it. I did not get to see the whole interview. I just saw that little clip, and uh, there's got to be something behind it. Either way, get Gavin Newsom out of there. That is our goal. That's our goal. So whatever you decide, whoever you decide to vote for in California, you guys know best it's your state. Definitely get rid of Gavin Newsom first. All right, uh, let's go ahead and give the Dumb Dumb Award of the day. And I've been waiting to give a Dumb Dumb Award to this guy since he's fake. he was fake crying uh, on this January 6th panel with those fake Democrat activist cops. But let's go ahead and give Adam Kinzinger the Dumb Dumb Award of the Day, and that goes right into the rhino bucket. Adam Kinzinger, ladies and gentlemen, he might be, uh, he might be done by the hands of his own, uh, his own friends, the Democrats. Adam Kinzinger is now in danger of losing his seat in, in Chicago. Um, and not by losing it to Catalina Lauf. Nope but by the Democratic Party, the same Democratic Party that used him like a dirty dish rag and is now throwing him under the bus. He's no longer needed. They used Liz Cheney, they used Adam Kinzinger, and now that neither of those two have a chance in H-E double hockey sticks of winning, 
a snowball's chance in H-E double hockey sticks of winning, the Democratic Party uh, knows that they're going to be voted out. And, they, and the Democratic Party knows that people like Catalina Lauf, who's backed by President Trump, is going to be voted in. And the last thing they want is a Trump-backed candidate who will beat their Republican rhino challengers in their states. So what are the Democrats doing? Oh, ladies and gentlemen, where's that? I have that donkey button. Those swamp donkey Democrats, ladies and gentlemen, hee-hawing and got another trick up their sleeve. They are now talking about eliminating that district in Illinois. The Democrats control everything around there, but they, but they, that one little district in which votes red, in which votes Republican, they're talking about eliminating that district. Why? Why would, they lim why would they eliminate that district and get rid of Adam Kinzinger, who is an ally for them in the Republican Party? Because they know that they used and abused him like a dirty dish rag, and they know he's not going to win again. They know that their ally will no longer be there in that seat. They know that Catalina Lauf, who was endorsed by President Trump, will wipe the floor will wipe the floor with Adam Kinzinger, and that is not what they want. So, they're going to eliminate his seat. They, and when asked about it, he said, well, if they, if they eliminate my seat, I guess I'll just deal with that when the time comes. Maybe I'll run in another district. I can tell you what's going to happen right now. Sleazy scumbag Kinzinger is going to switch parties to the Democrat Party. That's what's going to happen. Mark my words. Before this election happens then this guy is going to jump ship and go to the Democrat Party. And Jay Sekulow news is coming in. Jay Sekulow is saying that U.S. casualties are now confirmed in Cabal this morning from those explosions. Thanks a lot, Joe. Thanks a lot, Joe. But Adam Kinzinger, you're done one way or another, whether you're voted out or whether your uh, district is completely wiped out from the Democrats because they know they can't use you like a dirty dish rag anymore. Now, here's another thing, folks. Three days ago, the FBI released a statement saying that there was scant evidence that January 6th was pre-planned by President Trump or supporters, and saying that President Trump did nothing to incite the January 6th protest. We know that. Talked about it when it first came out. But here's the thing. Why is Nancy Pelosi's January 6th commission, who she gave uh, subpoena power to, why are they still continuing to go with this narrative? If the FBI, who's as dirty as the dish rag that... <laughs> that Adam Kinzinger is, uh, if, if, if they're so dirty and they came out with, hey, there's no evidence basically supporting this, then how can Nancy Pelosi's commission continue? I can tell you how, because it's all theater. It's all political theater by Nancy Pelosi. So what they're trying to do now is they're trying to get every bit of communication that President Trump ever had for the last year and a half with anybody close to the White House. Jack Posobiec, guess who else is on that list? Scott Pressler. Scott Pressler is even on that list. The list is very long, and what they're trying to do is they're trying to get all communications that President Trump might have had with these people. And you know why? Because this is payback for President Trump subpoenaing all of the communications between Democrats while they were trying to impeach him. Remember how mad they got about a few weeks ago when they found out that President Trump got all of their information from, uh, from Apple and from Android? That's why President Trump is working on a lot bigger things than we all know. So now they are trying to subpoena records, phone records, and any communications that people like Jack Posobiec or anybody else has had with the Trump administration. Before I play you the video from Jack Posobiec and what he says about this, 
Let me read you the statement put out by President Trump. He says this, The leftist select committee has further exposed itself as a partisan sham and waste of taxpayer dollars with a request that's timed to distract Americans from historic and global catastrophes brought on by the failures of Joe Biden and the Democrats. Exactly right, sir. Unfortunately, this partisan exercise is being performed at the expense of a long-standing legal principle of privilege. Executive privilege will be defended. What is that? That's when you're a president of the United States. Any communications that you have with people... As long as it isn't a terrorist group like Joe Biden is doing, it's executive privilege. They can't get it. Executive privilege will be defended, not just on behalf of my administration and the patriots who work beside me, but on behalf of the office of the President of the United States and the future of our nation. These Democrats only have one tired trick, political theater, and their latest request only reinforces that pathetic reality. Let me play you a video from Mr. Jack Posobiec right now. It's talking about exactly that, and he and he and what they're trying to do, folks, is they're trying to get they're trying to shut these guys down so that they never have any political power again. They're trying to shut them down so they can never help President Trump again. They're trying to do everything they can to stop any kind of support for President Trump because they know that he's about to wipe the floor with them, their administration, and possibly put them all in prison. Here's Jack Posobiec on TimCast talking about exactly what they're doing to him and many other people doesn't even mention the actual January 6th event itself. It just says, all documents and communications concerning the 2020 election from April to January 20th. So essentially, if you had any comment whatsoever, any communication whatsoever with, uh, with the government from that entire, it's almost a year that they're asking for, of the private records, personal communications that they are trying to subpoena us. This has nothing to do with January 6th. No, and I'll tell you very quickly what they're trying to do with me, and I know exactly what they're trying to do with me, is they are trying to go after my White House sources. They want to know who it is that I've been in communication with at the White House that, of course, is being done in a way where I'm keeping them private. They're giving me information. It's a network of people that send stuff to me and then I get it out, right? They know that this has been a thorn in the side of the Biden administration because there are some people that are even in the Biden administration that are looking at this. They want to get into my records and they want to get that out. Well, I'm here to say right now, listen to this Pelosi and anybody else. You're not getting it. You're not getting my sources. You can send whatever you want to me. You can do whatever you want to me. I'm not giving it up because these people are patriots they are telling me the truth. They're telling me the truth about what's going on when it comes to COVID and the government's response. They're telling me the truth about what's going on on the ground in Kabul. They're telling me the truth about what's actually going on behind the scenes at the White House, as opposed to the lies that you people are putting out in your press briefings. And so if you want to come for it, you better be ready. This is a, you this absolutely is, better be ready. And, and your stand is admirable, and, and they're going to come after you, and, I, I, and you're a hero for standing up to them. This, this is a twofold, in my opinion, a process. The first is to punish those people who are on the wrong side. Um, this is to punish them, you specifically, the people on this list. This is the, the scary part of using political power is to punish your enemies. But the second part also is to send a warning for people in the future. Don't join the wrong side because this is what's going to happen to you. This is meant to silence and scare people who want to get politically active. The only reason why I didn't go January 6th is because, like, I had something on the farm. It was a two-hour drive. I think it was cold and raining, and I kind of actually felt bad. I was like, you know what? I should be there. There's like... Now, here's what Jack Posobiec continues to go on and say, which I won't play the whole thing, 
Tommy continues to say that he will go to Gitmo if he has to. He will never give up his White House sources. He will never give up the people that give him the information, not in the Trump administration nor in the Biden administration. This is Nancy Pelosi's attempt to weed out and find the people who leak Democratic information. This is Nancy Pelosi's attempt to do exactly what that second guy just said, which is silence and intimidate people from ever being on the wrong side. But like everything the Democrats do when they try to go up against President Trump, they're going to end up putting their foot right in their mouth on this one and they're going to lose again. Pasobic, who was in the Navy for the longest time, I met Pasobic in Florida when we were down there for CPAC. Uh, we were at an evening event at this uh, beautiful house, and uh, I met Jack down there. Jack is a uh, he, he's been to Gitmo, but not as a prisoner. And he just and he says in this interview, "I'll go to Gitmo. I don't care. I'll do whatever I got to do." Now he's got a wife and kids, and and Tim Ka- and Tim, who's interviewing him here, says, "Yeah, but you've been there as a as, as a." Uh, as a, uh, a military officer, not, not a prisoner. And he says, I don't care. Same thing. One side of the glass or the other. That's how I'll fight for my country. That's standing up, folks. That's standing up. Now, I know today's show is running a little long, and I apologize for that, but i got two more things to talk about. Number one, remember to go to this website. Somebody please, re- please type this out, okay, in the comment section. Get ready. It is action dot wendyrogers.org if i can get a bunch of you to type that into the comment section real quick so that people have access to that i would appreciate it it is action.wendyrogers.org you need to go there right now and sign the petition to decertify the election in arizona and it already has over a quarter of a million people she needs one million people to sign that petition so please action.wendyrogers.org action 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 go there and sign that petition and let's get this entire thing decertified now the part i've been waiting for for the whole show i gotta pause this real quick uh now you know that we've had a trump impersonator on the show by the name of captain deplorable and it's always good to get a nice smile and a nice laugh right that's what we have to do we have to keep our heads straight there's another guy (laughs) that i'm going to try to get on the show and this guy is a biden impersonator now, what's great about this guy being doing the Biden impersonation is he doesn't really have the tone of voice down yet, but boy, does he have the mannerisms and exactly how Biden talks. So without further ado, let me please introduce you to Jason Scoop, who is really, really funny at doing his Biden impersonation, and hopefully we'll get him on the show soon. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, Jason Scoop with his Biden impersonation. Check this out. Crates, young young men and women in the crate. 
Guys, when I was a kid, we didn't have, excuse me, didn't have crates. <laughs> and hairy legs. Turned blonde in summer. Look, African-American children rub them. Turned blonde in summer. Come on, man. <laughs> We all need a good laugh during these times, don't we? I gotta get him on the show. You know what I gotta do? I gotta, I gotta get him and Captain Deplorable side by side on the show debating. That is what we're gonna do. I'm gonna get both of these guys on the show to debate each other. <laughs> oh, that's great, folks. All right, I'm sorry I ran a little bit over today, folks, but that's the way things go. So uh, thank you for joining in. If you're just watching for the first time live from America and you like what you see here, please go to JeremyHerald.com. That's where you'll get your fill of everything. Good MAGA music, which is why they call me the Hip Hop Patriot. Listen to old podcasts, watch past videos, sign up for the newsletter, and get involved somehow and help be the tip of the spear. Right there alongside Mike Lindell and Mr. Trump. Remember, folks, there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall and keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, keep your head up high, because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I love you guys. Spread the gospel today. Get those seeds out there for God to water. And I'll see you tonight, 5 p.m., as always, for more Live from America from the Live Free or Die state of New Hampshire. God bless you guys. Have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. Live from America, you're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell.